0: Hello, and wherever you are today, the Lord be with you. I'm Lucy Haig from the Wigan West Hub. Um, It's the 24th of July, and our psalm today, which shall be used in the Church Wigan Facebook morning prayer, is Psalm 142. I cry aloud to the Lord. To the Lord I make my supplication. I pour out my complaint before him, and tell him of my trouble. When my spirit faints within me, you know my path. In the way wherein I walk, have they laid a snare for me. I look to my right hand and find no one who knows me. I have no place to flee to, and no one cares for my soul. I cry out to you, O Lord, and say, You are my refuge, my portion, in the land of the living. Listen to my cry, for I am brought very low. Save me from my persecutors, for they are too strong for me. Bring my soul out of prison, that I may give thanks to your name. When you have dealt bountifully with me, then shall the righteous gather around me. For the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. This psalm is thought to be David's prayer to God when he is on the run and in hiding from King Saul. For background to this psalm, the tale is told in and around 1 Samuel chapter 23, where we see God guiding David through battles and in hiding, and then saving David at the last minute from the hands of Saul. I've titled this reflection, not PPE, but PPF, Patience, Perseverance and Faith. In Psalm 142, David writes, "'No one cares for me. You, God, alone, are my refuge.'" These could seem strange words because 1 Samuel 23 tells us at that time David has 600 men by his side. How true this is though, that we can be surrounded by many people but in our hearts still feel desperately lonely. I imagine even more so if you're a leader. The position of leadership must be terribly difficult at times, but What a privilege and beautiful advantage it is, though, for believers to have God's hand and voice guiding them. We see this in 1 Samuel 23, verse 10, as we read the conversation between David and God. David says, God, I heard Saul is coming here. Is he? God replies, he will come. David says, are the men of Keilah going to hand me over to Saul? God replies, they will. So, God, so David and his men got out of that place pronto and escaped. No person can predict. He will. They will. Go now. I've given this land into your hands. What a comfort to our troubled souls God's voice is. God's voice has so deeply comforted me at times when no one else, no matter how much love and compassion they had for me, could ever touch And what a difference that makes to my future and my faith. In my mind, Psalm 142 could have been prayed by David towards the end of chapter 23. King Saul has found out where David's hiding. Saul's closing in on David. Saul's on one side of the mountain and David is just slightly ahead on the other side. In verse 6 of the Psalm, David cries, Save me from my persecutors. They are too strong for me. But God already had made previous plans, knowing this exact moment would arise on this exact mountain. And in 1 Samuel 23, verse 7, it says, Just as David could have been crying out this prayer in the psalm, it says, Then a messenger came to Saul, saying, Hurry and come, the Philistines have raided our land. So Saul stopped pursuing David. Phew. I wonder why though, why didn't God say to David, don't worry David, Saul's going to chase you till you get to that mountain, you're going to be on one side and Saul's going to be right behind you on the other, but don't worry David, I'm in the middle of sending an army to distract Saul, and then I'll send a messenger to Saul and Saul will stop chasing you. Now wouldn't that be so much less stressful for David, to know God's plans in detail? Why didn't God lay down in detail his plan to David? Perhaps it's because David didn't ask for specific details, or perhaps it's because this was another silent message from God. PPF. Be patient, persevere, and keep your faith. I will keep you safe. The distraction of the messenger was an answer to David's prayer. Save me from my persecutors. They're too strong for me. And praise God for answered prayer. But let's not forget it involved PPF, patience, perseverance and faith on David's part. I can't help thinking about Sarah's impatient, doubtful response to God's word to Abraham in Genesis chapters 15 to 17. Abraham says to God, you haven't given me any children to inherit my estate from me. God replies, you will have an heir. Look towards the sky and count the stars. So shall your descendants be. But Sarah doubted and impatiently gave Hagar her slave girl to sleep with Abraham and bear children. Sarah thought she had to execute her own plan in order for God's will to be done. But unfortunately, her meddling only caused jealousy, arguments, family feuds. PPF, patience, perseverance, and faith were sadly lacking ingredients in that situation. Again, why didn't God just add a bit onto the end of his sentence when speaking to Abraham? God could have replied, you will have an heir, look to the sky and count the stars so that your descendants, and so shall your descendants be, but you will be 99 years old when this happens. Perhaps by missing out a few key details, God causes us to need him each day, to stay closer to him each day building our discernment muscles and our ear bones, bending and stretching us into his obedient children. Father God, you know our path. We don't. Please help us with our patience, perseverance and faith. In Jesus' name, amen. Together with the disciples of Jesus across Wigan, throughout Liverpool Diocese and around the world, we pray in the words that Jesus taught us.